you're tuning in to Crow Point Magari Podcast, where it's all about relationships. We exist to glorify God by making disciples in the spirit of love. You are currently listening to our series titled, Jesus on the Move. If you are here sa Grow Point for the very first time, we welcome you sa ito ang uh, service. We're glad that you're here. Dagan kayong salamat sa inyong time. And karong buntaga, we will um, resume sa itong study sa Gospel of Mark. We are now in chapter 11. We had a long break. And for the next um, several Sundays, all the way to Easter, if dili pa mag-rapture, mahuman kita sa ang Mark series, inig ka Easter Sunday, we'll talk about the resurrection of the Lord in Mark 16 together with this ascension. So we'll end our Mark series sa resurrection and advance na announcement, make some plans. Ang ato ang resurrection sunrise service or Easter Sunday sunrise service will be held ato sa El Aquino Resort sa Sibulan. So ato ta dito uh, sa sa buntag and um, sugato na to ang pags, uh, sa ay, pagsilang sa adlaw dito sa uh, Sibulan. So dito ta mag Easter Sunday. And again, as I've said, Lord willing, if walay mga kakulian, so good karon all the way to Easter, mahuma ng ato ang Mark series, Jesus on the Move. So Mark 11. But before tamo ato sa itong story sa Mark 11, sa itong passage, we will take the first 11 verses of this chapter. I've consulted the harmony of the Gospels and I've discovered that before ning Mark 11 is John 11 and John 12. And in John chapter 11, verse 55 to verse 57, we can read these words that as the Passover of the Jews was near and many went from the country up to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves, they sought Jesus. Ilang gipangita si Jesus Christ. And they were asking among themselves, will He show up sa Passover or not? And then, both the chief priests and the Pharisees had given the command, gisugo sila, gisugo nila mga tao, That if anyone knew where Jesus was, that they should report it and that they might seize Him. So, gaplana ni sila nga, aristoho nila si Jesus Christ. By the way, John, I mean Mark 11, kininga passage, mo ni ang sinugdanan sa Holy Week. Sunday ni siya, naanin mo na kinauna niya, kitawag Palm Sunday. Kaning na sa Mark 11. Mauna ni ang katapusang simana sa kinabuhi ni Kristo kay mauna ni ang simana nga ilansang siya sa cross. So Domingo ni siya, dayon kabalo na tago, uh, makita na to ang pasunod sa mga pangitabo, hangtod nga inigkabirnes, ilansang siya sa cross, ilubong siya, inigkadomingo sa buntag, mabanhaw si Jesus Christ. So, if you look at the Gospel of Mark, really, in fact, a lot of um, Bible scholars would say that the Gospel of Mark is really just about The death, the burial, and the resurrection of Christ with a very long introduction. Mogina ang emphasis ni Mark. That's how he presented the Lord because the Lord here is being presented by Mark as the servant of God, the Messiah, the servant king, who came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. And in John chapter 12, verse 1 to 2, we can read these words. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus, who had been dead, 
whom he had raised from the dead. So taga dito si Lazarus, mo ni lugar ni Mary, ni Martha, ni Lazarus, ang suod nga mga higala ni Jesus Christ. So, unum kaadlaw before sa Passover, naa si Cristo dito sa Bethany. And then, we will pick up the story in our passage today in Mark 11 verse 1 through 11. Sa atong pagpadayon, sa atong journey with the Lord Jesus Christ who was constantly on the move. As I've mentioned, when Jesus entered Jerusalem, this was the very first Palm Sunday. This will be the beginning of the first Holy Week, which would eventually lead to the Lord Jesus Christ being crucified on the cross of Calvary on Friday, will be in the grave until Sunday morning when He would rise again. I read a story about a preacher who had a friend named Jerry, and Jerry was one of his closest friends. And Jerry and his family one day, together with his wife, they went out to the lake to have some recreation on the water. As things worked out, Jerry was water skiing behind one boat while his wife and his parents and his, in her, his in-laws and sisters were on the other boat. So, if makita niyo si Jerry, nga friend and nga preacher, um, nag-water skiing sila, dito sila gusto sa lake, siya nag, kabula mo siya water skiing, wala. Kanang nai nai um, speedboat nga nai magbiraw group nya siya magunit nya hilaon siya okay so kana mo na iyang gibuhat and ang iyang usa ang iyang family together siya mama papa iyang wife iyang mga igsuod tuwa sa lain nga boat ang naitabo mo ni si Jerry skied through the boat of his father and his family Duol kayo. So, nikusog ang wave. And nakita ni Jerry, well, nilabay siya, ang iyahang mama o ang iyahang sister, nag-wave sa iyaha. Okay, nagmurag ni babay ba? Kaya nalingaw, malagi stress inang gibuhat. Paglabay ni Jerry, nag-iang gibiyaan, dako kayo nga, balud. Wa na siya kakita. Of course, kay inig-serve inig, inig niya, gina na, di naman siya mulantaw dito, mulantaw naman siya sa iyahang katubangan. Wa siya kabalo, wa siya nasayod, Nga ang barko ng gisakyan, the boat of his parents and his sister and his wife, ni Tikwa, nahulog ang iyahang younger sister sa boat. So what his father who was, you know, driving the the boat, or ha, siya mo'y gadala sa kuan, gamaniho, ni hunong siya, iyang gipalong ang makina, unya, ni ambak po siya trying to save Jerry's sister. So si Jerry, wag yun siya kalibutan. Ni padayon siya kisirit ito. Tuyok na po siya. Inigbalik niya na, okay? Nakita na po niya iyang mama o gangyang other sister nga nag-wave sa iya ha. But this time, he could no longer see the joy and the excitement in their face. What he could see while they were waving is na ay deep concern sa iya ha. Hangtod nga later on na discover ni Jerry but it was a little too late nga ang iyang papa o ang iyang sister actually nalumusgyod. They both drowned and died. So the point of, of the story is this. Things are not always as they appear. Para ni Jerry Manotok, nalingaw na iyang pamilya nga naglantaw niya nga nag-water ski. 
wa asya kabalo okay wala sa iyahang una-una nga naaday da utang na itabo sa iyahang pamilya in the same way this so-called triumphant entry kay mo man title kasagaran ko mulantaw mo bible ninyo mo basa mo bible ang heading is triumphant entry The so-called triumphant entry of the Lord Jesus Christ described in all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, na ani din ha, on the surface, it appears to be a joyful, exuberant celebration. But as the week went on, it became what many would call a tragedy, the most tragic of all human, uh, I mean, recorded human history nga, ang anak sa ginoo, inusinti, Walay balaod nga gisupak, but gilansang siya sa cross, a criminal's death ang iyahang nadawat. Sa kadaghanan, this is a tragic okay, nga mo'y iyahang gidangatan. But of course, looking at the Bible, reading the Bible, trying to understand the plan of God for salvation, we know nga, on some to, humanly speaking, tragic siya, but From God's perspective, it was all part of His plan. This week started with a celebration for the coming of Christ, but it ended with a crucifixion and the death of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mark 11, 1 through 11, maone ang main idea. What we can learn from here is this, nga gibutanggit ni sa Gospels for a reason. And here, Jesus entered Jerusalem, and when he did that, what he actually purposely did was this. He openly identified himself as Israel's king and Messiah. So the question for us this morning is, how did the Lord Jesus Christ openly identify himself as Israel's king and Messiah when he entered Jerusalem? And the Lord Jesus did that in two ways. Number one. He openly identified himself at the preparation for his entrance to Jerusalem. Notice this, verse 1. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem, to Bethphage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples. And he said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and as soon as you have entered it, you will find a call tied. On which no one has sat. Lose it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it, and immediately He will send it here. So they, so they went their way and found the colt tied by the door outside on the street, and they lost it. But some of those who stood there said to them, What are you doing losing the colt? They spoke to them just as Jesus had commanded So they let them go. And they brought the cult of, to Jesus and threw their clothes on it and he sat on it. Now to some people, and even some Bible scholars, they would say, well, Jesus has prearranged everything. Personally, I don't take that as a good explanation. It's like saying, remember the story when Jesus told Peter, okay, Peter, so here's what you need to do. Pagkuha dito pingwit, pangisda dito ang ang una ni mo makuha nga isda, kuwaan ng taga, kaysa ba-ba, naanay kwarta. 
Ay, kung ina, gerenso ni Jesus sa isda, ang ako isda, lamon daan dito o, o kwarta ha, kay si Peter, ako na siyang sugon, pingwiton ka niya, ikaw di iyang makuha, o niya, kwan, gerenso na daan, no. I firmly believe that this is a miracle right here. And there is a reason why, out of the first 11 verses, uh, Mark chapter 11, ang una nga pito, majority of it, was spent describing how they found the cult. Where to find it? O kinsay mo What to say kung naimubuyag nila? So that he could find it. This is a miracle right here. And this is exposing or revealing something about the true identity of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let me say this. The Lord Jesus at this point is about to do something He has re- repeatedly in the past, He has repeatedly warned people not to do to Him. Ikapilata nakabasa sa Bible nga maghimo siya miracle or nasa ayuhon or nasa itudlo niya maamay sa mga tao and then mingo Jesus nga keep it to yourself. Do not tell others about this. Go and tell no one about this. Go and tell no one about what you have seen me do. Ikapila na niya gibuhat. And ang reason, ingo Jesus, because my time has not yet come. But from this point onwards, Jesus will allow His followers to openly declare who He is. In fact, din siya mo In many occasions in the past, after showing a miracle, revealing His identity, He stopped people from telling others, from spreading the word. But this time, Jesus will permit His followers and His fans, naman pwede followers, including His fans, to give a public demonstration in His honor. So ang preparation nga itong makitaan, ang, ang pagpangandam niya sa pagsulod niya sa Jerusalem will reveal His identity as well. Nga naman, sumana sa itong gibasa. Di ba kay bulungan kayo? Nga pagsulod dito, pagpaingon pa lang daan niya sa, sa Jerusalem, niya na si Kristo siyang duha ka mga disciples. At tumuan yung lugar ha? Okay. Go into the village, and as soon as you entered it, makakita mo og donkey or colt, kining donker kung muna siya pamilyas kabayo, unya, ang inyong makitaan gibaatan, pero wala pagyoy nakasakay ana. Wala pa yung nakakabayo ana. Badbara ninyo, unya, dada ninyo. Unya, kung naga ni buyag, ingna ninyo nga, the Lord needs it. Iyara po ning iuli, inigahuman. Iuli ra po ninyo dayon. Unya, tugutan mo nila. This, I don't believe this. There's no evidence, biblical evidence, that this was prearranged by the Lord Jesus Christ. I think, okay, gigahinan ginig unom ka mga bersikulo, aning istorya ha, to reveal the true identity of Christ. And part of His preparation demonstrates the deity of Christ. His specific instruction on where and how to find the donkey or the colt on which no one has ever sat. How would you know? Okay, No one has ever sat on it. And what to say if anyone would ask why they're trying to take it with them indicates that Christ, okay, Christ is God. He is Lord. In fact, diba, sa part siya instruction, yan na siya, ignaganin mo pala, ina ninyo, the Lord has need of it. The Lord. 
Jesus was revealing himself. In fact, he was telling and he was commanding his disciples, tell them, Jesus, the Lord, needs the cult. He needs it. He needs that um, sa iyahang pag-sulod, iyang pagsulod sa Jerusalem. And nadili na sila mo palagi. So the preparation of his entrance demonstrates his deity. Secondly, it also demonstrates his authority. In fact, pagbuhat ginila, when they found the colt by the door outside on the street, and they lost it, okay, ilahang kibadbaran, some of those who stood there actually really said, as Jesus told them, what are you doing losing the cult? And they spoke to them the words that Jesus told them. The Lord has need of it and immediately He will send it here. So they permitted the two disciples to take the cult. It demonstrated the authority of the word of the Lord. All they needed to say was, Jesus, the Lord is near of it and He will send it here immediately. And no questions asked. Okay? No further investigation, no, no further clarification. Immediately, they just let the two disciples take the call. The authority of the Word of God. Now, our Lord needed a call so that the Messianic prophecy in Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9 would be fulfilled. Here's the verse. Zechariah chapter 9, verse 9 says this. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold! Your king is coming to you. Righteous and having salvation is he. Humble and mounted on a donkey. On a colt. The fall of a donkey. Na fulfill ni siya. So maskin ka na nga detalye gifulfill ni Jesus Christ. You know when you study the life of Christ. Especially ang iyong pagkamisaya. You will be amazed. How every prophecy. To the dot. Every detail. Okay? Concerning the Messiah was fulfilled in the life, in the ministry, even in the death, the burial, and the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Everything. You, we, we, we will learn more. Okay? Kanangitawag na itong mga prophecies about the Messiah. Mga prophecies that would help us identify who the true Messiah is. And ma-amaze ka nga, tanan na fulfilled diha ni Kristo. Na tinood yun yung gisulti that He is the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. He is the Messiah. And in fulfilling this prophecy, Jesus Himself declared to be, I mean, Jesus declared Himself to be Israel's King and Messiah. And by doing so, not only nga yung gideclare ng kongalingon nga siya, ang hari o ang Messias, Iyahapong gihagit ang mga religious leaders. By fulfilling this prophecy, entering Jerusalem on a donkey, he challenged the religious leaders. And that set in motion their plot to kill Jesus, to arrest him, to try him, and then to kill him or murder him on the cross. Jesus, maglanto ka sa detalye nga mabasa nimo sa pagsulod para mandani sa Jerusalem, makita nimo. Jesus was in full control of every detail that day he rode a donkey to the Jewish temple. 
riding on a colt portrayed his position as the Messiah. And it also portrayed his person as the Prince of Peace, humble and gentle king. Mona si Jesus Christ. So, saan nga paagi, gipaila ni Kristo kung kinsa siya. Saan nga paagi, gipadayag ni Kristo that He is Israel's King and Messiah as prophesied and promised in the Old Testament Scriptures. He is the fulfillment of the promise of God na magpadala siya o deliverer to deliver them okay, and to, to deliver His people. Ang problema lang ane is, lahi isalag concept kung unsa ang misiyas. And we've been uh, saying that in a series nga, naay misunderstanding. Kaya ang mga uh, hudiyo, ang ilang, ang ilang expectation of the Messiah was to be a strong political leader who would lead a revolt against the Roman Empire. And from the Roman Empire's um, kanang pag, kuwansa, pagsakop sila, they would be set free. They didn't realize that he's a different kind of king with a different kind of kingdom and he's going to deliver his people in a different way. He will deliver them from their sins and he will transfer them from the kingdom of darkness and move them into the kingdom of light to be part of his eternal kingdom. So the preparation of the entrance of Jesus Christ to Jerusalem reveals his true identity. Number two, not only the preparation, but also the procession. Ang pagsulod na niya mismo. You look at verse 7. So nakita na nila ang donkey, gibutangan nila og cloak, ilahang sapot, kay ka na ilahang mura og coat nila, ilang gibutang sa ibabaw. Muto yung minimong saddle ni Jesus Christ. And then in verse 7 says, Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their clothes on it and he sat on it. Jesus sat on the colt nga wala pagyoy nakalingkod. Now, let me show a raise of hand here. Kinsa ni rin nakasulay na sakay o kabayo? Nakasulay na mo sakay kabayo? Okay. Was it easy? <laughs> Sayon ba mo sakay kabayo? Di, good. Now, I would venture to say, ng inyong gisakyan nga kabayo, tamed na to siya. That means you were not the first time. Okay? A lot of times, kanyang mga kabayo nga pasakyan sa laing tao, uh, broken na. Muna kita huwag broken na siya. Di na siya idlas. Last December, when we were in Boho, we had an opportunity to go to one of the newest tourist spots sa, sa Bohol. And they call it the Captain's Place. And on one of the peak sa Captain's Place, Na dito'y kabayo nga gamay nga pwedeng sakyan. Tagbayintira ang bayad. And my daughter Nia really wanted to to try it. Abi na ganiya og mubalibad ko. So iya akong iya may gamay. ko pa, sakay ko pa. Abi niya, siguro ga-expect siyang mubalibad ko. Niya anak magbitaw ko nga. Oh sige. Masya ka? Mo-okay ka? Lagi, sakay lagi. So, gipasakay siya sa kabayo. Pero naagoy, naagoy mo guyod, naagoy guide. Kining bata lagi inigsakay nga muraog. Paglingkod pa mang daan, ganahan ang manhaog. Niya ako mong gingnan nga. Sige dong, isuro yung mesya dito. Naman ganit may video. Nang luspad naman siya. Nga inig, huwag na siya kabalo. Papa, papa, kuya, kuya. Kuya, one siya. Okay? And I would remember, and when I was a little kid, 
naapod may mga um, nami mga silingan nga nagbuhi og kabayo kay mo na ilang service padulong sa ilahang bukid and di nako ang usas dili nako malimtan ang story sa usa na mo kasilingan ng young wife na idako kay nga ulat ani as in kanigid napuno ni siya ulat ani yang ani nga face na scar sa yang left cheek and so i ask ate what happened to that nganong inganan aman and she shared the story when she attempted to ride on a horse that has never been ridden on and pagabot pa lang niya sa likod nga bahin gipatiran siya nga ingon siya nalaksi gud ang panit sa iyang nawong So, ang point is this, dili sayon. In kininga donkey, wala pa'y nakasakay ani. In fact, napalilaing story. Dili kabayo yung kisakyan. Kanding. Kanding nga dagko. Yawa pag-gay na kasulay og sakay atong kandinga. Inya, kini siya pastor ni siya, and ganahan siya, nasa mga group of young boys, okay, nga iyahang gina-reach out mga teenager. And usa sa mga teenager na ay gibuhi nga kanding nga toro nga dako dili pud ni katong kanding nga gagmay kayo okay katong dagko katong toro unya iyang gihagit ang preacher preacher gana ka mo sakay sa kong kanding and lagi ang preacher kay trying to be a good you know uh, good friend trying to win them to the lord you know was trying to be a nice guy and pag challenge sa bata nga gana ka mo sakay sa kong kanding siya okay yeah 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 we'll, we'll do that so Nisakay siya, pag taklas pa bito na, sirit ko lang dalaga ng kanding. Okay? Ang iya ko ng estimation siya nga, sa akong unang-una, muna mo 190 kilometers per hour ang dagan sa kanding. And he was holding on to his dear life. Wala ko sa guguna kayo. Ang kanding ni Hunong dito nas kasagbutan. Ang kanding ray ni Hunong siya, nilahos in town siya kahulog sa kasagbutan. Again, ang point is this. Okay? Imagine in your mind, Jesus Christ, Riding on a colt, on a donkey, that no one has ever sat. And people may have been so amazed that the donkey okay, just allowed the Lord to sit on it. Remember, He's God. Kining mga specific details are not here just so na ika ikabutang adjective ang writer. It's here for a reason. And it's telling us that Jesus Christ is God. He has authority over people. He has authority over situation. He has authority even over animals. Wagid ni palag. They put the, their cloak on it. Jesus sat on it. And in verse 8, Tanawang procession. When they saw that, many spread their clothes on the road and others cut down leafy branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then those who went before and those who followed cried out saying, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When you look at the procession of the Lord Jesus Christ, when he actually entered Jerusalem on a donkey, what we can see is a king's welcome. What they did was the way they welcomed kings. Second Kings chapter 9 verse 13 will inform us. 
Then in haste, every man of them took his garment and put it under him on the bare steps. And they blew the trumpet and proclaimed, Jehu is king. Gitagaan tawag insight sa pulong sa gino nga ang gibuhat sa mga tao dito ni Cristo when he sat on a donkey and when he rode on it entering Jerusalem, ang ilahang paglabay sila ang mga sapot sa dalan, mura na sila nagbutang o carpet ba? That was a royal welcome. A king's welcome. Huwag man sila'y carpet nga mas spread, gilang gibutang, ilang kaugalingong sinina. What they were actually saying is, Lord, I'm willing to give you my everything. Because you are king and you're worthy of my service. I'm willing to be discomforted at your service. That's what they were saying. In fact, we can hear it. Not only they they act by their action that Jesus is king, they actually proclaimed him as king when they shouted okay, that he is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. He is the son of David. John chapter 12, verse 13, when they shouted, Hosanna, Paminawani, and so they took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him, crying out, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, even the king of Israel. Sila mismo ang niproklamar. Now, wala, at this time, Jesus did not stop them. Jesus did not tell them, did not tell them shh, keep your mouth shut. Don't tell anybody that. No, Jesus allowed the people to shout that He's the King of Israel, that, you know, He is He who comes in the name of the Lord, okay, from the kingdom of their father, David. Siyana. And then when they shouted, Hosanna, okay, we'll talk more about that, kay naapuna say meaning. And so the palm branches, just to let you know, represented their nationalistic desire to be delivered. So when they specifically cut down branches and then ilahang gikwan dito ni Cristo, what they were saying is, Lord, we express our desire that we want to be delivered as a nation from our oppressor. And you are that deliverer. When they shouted Hosanna, they shouted a messianic shout. This was a messianic psalm. Now see, Mark did not quote this, but we can read it in Psalm 118 verse 25 to 26. Save us, we pray, O Lord. O Lord, we pray, give us success. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. What they were saying when they said, Hosanna, okay, which was actually a customary religious greeting at the Passover. Remember the Passover? The Passover is when the Lord passed over Egypt and then ang tanan, yung mga firstborn of Egypt, okay, Found in the house, nga walay, blood at the post were all taken away. Gideliver niya ang yang mga katawan. What they were saying when they said Hosanna was, Save us! Save us! Deliver us! So, gitagalilag, kings welcome. And they shouted a messianic psalm. What they were saying, and when, what they were saying is that you are king and you are messiah. And Jesus Allowing them to do that to him when they shouted their hosannas, he was openly affirming his kingship as the son of David and as the promised deliverer. 
wa na niya gipungga ng mga tao, iya nang gitugutan, iya nang gipasagdan. Kaya nga naman, tinuod man sad. So, sa una, ningon siya, and in the past, he, he stopped people, he told and commanded people to not spread the word about his true identity as the Messiah, as the Savior. Because ang reason is ingon siya, my time has not yet come. So at this point, kay gitugutan, now that he has allowed people to shout okay, that he is king and that he is Messiah, the time has come. Now is the time to reveal his true identity. The difference is, as I pointed earlier, the crowd did not fully understand that Jesus is a different kind of king with a totally different kind of kingdom. That is the kingdom in the hearts of men. Luke chapter 19, verse 41. So, ni si Jesus at Jerusalem. And then naman na mga sakakanaog, 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 when he came to a point where he could see the city, okay, makita nila ang overlooking uh, nga to sa city of Jerusalem. Pagabot ato nga point, ni hunong si Jesus. And then we can read in the parallel passage of Luke chapter 19, and I will only read verse 41. Bible says, and Jesus, okay, when, when he drew near and saw the city, he wept over it. And kini nga hilak, dili ni pareha sa iyang hilak dito sa lubganan ni Lazarus nga, murara siya og hilom nga paghilak. This time, nagyagung yung si Jesus, nagbakho yung si Jesus, kusog ang iyang paghilak over the city. Nga naman, because he knows that a few days later, these people will betray him. These people will turn him over into the hands of sinners. And he will be crucified. And they will not believe in him. That they will reject him. That his friend Peter will betray him. And that this city will be destroyed. And that was fulfilled under the leadership of Titus in AD 70. When Jerusalem was burned. Okay. And they were, it was destroyed. Jesus saw that and he wept over the city. But here's what we can learn. Here's the heart of God. The tears of Christ, I want to quote R. Kent Hughes. He's a theologian, a Bible teacher. He says this, The tears of Christ measure the infinite value of your soul. Christ wept and lamented over Jerusalem as he always over the souls of the unrepentant. Ang ginoo maghilak Maghilak yun ang ginoon. Kung dili ka mutuo ni Kristo, kung dili ka maginuso sa imong sala, kung dili ka masalig niya, ang ginoo gahilak na naglantaw ni mo. Kung ikaw di ka manumbalik sa ginoo, di ka mangalagad siya, ang ginoo naghilak na naglantaw ka ni mo. Dili ni pakonsensya. This is what the Bible says. This is what God says about Himself. He weps over those who would refuse to repent. Yes, they were crying out their hosannas. Yes, they were praising Him. They were throwing their clothes. But then we know that later on, they will turn their backs on Him. That they will betray Him. That they will cry, crucify Him, crucify Him. And that they would rather have 
Barabbas in exchange for Christ. Wow. Mark 11 verse 11. When Jesus went into Jerusalem and into the temple. So when he looked around at all things as that the hour was already late. He went out to Bethany with the twelve. Ibalik siya. Giulipod niya ag donkey. As he promised. And as for today, we will stop from there. We'll continue on next week in this journey to the cross. So, as we end, let me ask you a few questions. Number one, have you received this king into your life? Have you actually asked Jesus to enter in? Has Jesus entered in you and made you his temple? That's very important. Jesus Jerusalem. And ang tendency sa is we will look at this, I mean we will read the story and we would think about Jerusalem how you know hard-hearted kagahi ba sila ang kasing-kasing okay nganong di manggit sila motuo ni Cristo sa tanan nga milagro ang gibot ni Cristo of all the miracles of the teachings that they they've heard of all the prophecies concerning the Messiah that has been fulfilled before their eyes how could they not believe and accept Him as the Messiah and as the Savior that God has promised to send to them. But there are so many of us who are just the same. We know Jesus, but we refuse to believe in Him. We refuse to let Him come in and have rule over our lives as the King. We want Him as our Savior, but we don't want Him as our Lord. We want Him to deliver us from the flames of hell, but we don't want Him to run our lives and be the King on the throne of our hearts. We still want our way. We still want to live the way we want. Isn't that ironic, no? Nga kita nga naka ilan na unta sa ginoo. Kita pagay wala gana sa pagpangalagad sa ginoo. Ang uban nga wala nakatutul sa insaktong dalan or wala pa natutulan sa insaktong dalan. Sayop ang pamaagi sa ilahang pagsimba. Wala nakaamgo sa kamatuuran. Mas passionate pa sa mga religious things kaysa sa mga kristohanon nga naanay relasyon sa ginoo. Na yung mga tao nga walay relationship sa ginoo, wala nakaila sa ginoo, wala nakaamgo sa kamatuuran, Pamatho ni mo nag-alas tres kadlaon para sa ilahang mga religious activities. Walay complain. Walay problema. Ang mga Christians nga nakaamgo na sa kamatuuran, nga naanay kaluwasan. Ya-ya pa kayo. Okay? Mao pa yung magbagulbul. Na naman, kaabay langit na ta. Okay? So I hope nga ato ning pamalandungan. The Lord suffered greatly to deliver us from sins. The Lord went through so much and we will see more as the week will progress sa itong study. We will see more. And I hope mga ito ng pamalandungan, unsay mga giagian ni Kristo para lang yung maluwas sa gikan sa itong sala o makaangkuntag relasyon diya sa ito ang Creator. Ma-restore ta, ma-reconcile ta sa maayong relasyon nga ito sa itong magbubuhat. And I hope nga naatay Tagantas ginuog, mapasalamaton nga kasing-kasing. 
Lord, dili gani ego nga akong ihatag ang akong kinabuhi sa pagpangalaga di sa inyo. Because of what you've done for me. So when Jesus looks at you today, what's my young reaction? I will leave that for you to answer. As He is looking at you right now, as He is looking at your heart, as He is looking at your mind, Gonsa ka si Jesus. Is He smiling or is He weeping? <laughs>